0: Southern Miss to, to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
2: All right, we're glad you are. Welcome to the show. Bob Getty and Patrick Mahomes' biggest fan, Kelly Center, who joins us in the Southern Bank Core Studio, which is where we will be broadcasting live this Friday. Looking forward to that, going back to Midtown. But today, Kelly and I are in the Southern Bank Core Studio here in Hattiesburg, freshly painted, beautiful new graphics, thanks to Sign One, uh, Really looks good. Opening segment sponsored by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Good supporters of this show, and of course Southern Miss Athletics, and a great place for you to eat tonight. All right, Heath and Big Gold Nation going to join us uh, in the second half of the show. Kelly was at baseball uh, yesterday. We've got a couple of good interviews for there, but we want to kick off today with basketball. Kelly, we're just a few days away from the uh, Golden Eagles kicking off the exhibition season against Mississippi State. I think that's exciting.
1: Yeah, and you know, Media Day comes up next week where that, and Media Day always. That's really when the season begins. I mean, in earnest, because the coaches are all there together, you know, hyping up their teams or at least, you know, letting reporters from all across the Sunbelt know what to expect. And, And Jay Ladner finds himself in a situation now as the defending regular season champs, right? So all the reporters are going to be around Jay Ladner wanting to know how his team is going to be different this year. And it will be different. Uh, And the expectations are completely different. And it'll change the dynamic. But he said from day one when he took this job that that's the type of situation he and the players want to be in. They want to be the hunted, not the hunters. Well, guess what, buddy? (laughs) You're you're in that boat now. Getting close, going to
2: be very exciting. Jeff Armstrong on this guard-heavy team. Uh, figures to make a big contribution uh,
1: this year. Jeff, Stomp, Jeff Armstrong is one of those guys, too, that never complains. Doesn't get as much playing time as a lot of the other guys, but plays a, a vital role, never complains, and you see him at practice and you would swear that this guy was the starting guard. I mean, yeah. knows nothing but going full speed ahead all the time. Him and Tate Ryder, his roommate, I mean, just, just great, great guys. Understand their roles. And never have a bad day, always a smile on their face. Great contributors in their way on this team. Yep,
2: no question. Great kids on the basketball team. Here's a recent conversation I had with Jeff Armstrong. All right, Jeff Armstrong on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Jeff, I want to tell you something. That uh, Let me give you a couple of adjectives that your coach has uh, used in talking about you. You're a team leader. You're a team player. You're a great young man. You are a true Golden Eagle. When you hear those kind of things, what do you think?
3: I mean, I'm just really honored, uh, especially when that's coming from my head coach. Uh, but, I mean, I can't really take the credit for all of that. I mean, it's just kind of how I was raised and then what my family instilled in me and also what these coaches at Southern Mississippi have instilled in me. I can't really take all the credit for that. I mean, I'm just a young man. I've learned a lot from a lot, a lot of people.
2: Okay. You had a good year last year. You're an honor roll student. Uh, Great year last year, but what are the expectations for the team
3: this year? I mean, I think our expectations are even higher. Um, I think... Last year, we fell a little bit short. It was like there was some unfinished business. And this year, we want to we want to play in March Madness. I think that is our goal. And not only just play, actually, but make a run. And I think we fell short of that last year. I know we fell short of that last year. And now the goal this year is to do that and exceed it, hopefully.
2: Yeah, I asked one of your teammates earlier about the crowds that we began to see toward the end of the year. And as college athletes, how important is that sort of enthusiasm for you, gentlemen?
3: Oh, it's huge for us. I mean, we thrive off of something like that. And somebody that was here when... Even last year, the crowds, you know, they were just kind of so-so at the beginning, and eventually when we played Louisiana, it was a sellout. You know, something like that for us is huge. We just thrive off that, and we feed off the crowd, and I promise I it helps our play. How crazy was that night, man? It was crazy. I can't, words can't describe it. It was unbelievable. Unreal experience. Yeah.
2: You're too young to know, but it used to be that way here all the time. And you, you gentlemen, are the are the first team to begin to bring that back. Are are y'all much? Are y'all aware of that much, uh, or do you just play for the
3: present? Um, I think we're somewhat aware i am aware of how it used to be just because of coach ladner he's always told us when he played here that's how it always was you know um i think that's something that we've always strived to try to get back and like you said i don't know if it's back yet because i think when they used to play then it was like that every game we haven't done that yet but hopefully we get to that
2: all right, what goals have you set for yourself uh, as we get ready for the
3: season? I just, whatever my role is this year, I just want to do it to the best of my abilities. Uh, I want to be a team leader, a team first guy, and then whatever it is my coaches or teammates need, I just want to provide that for them.
2: Is it harder to be a guy that maybe comes off the bench to, to give some momentum to the team as opposed to when you start the game? What, what is the difference in the mentality of that?
3: Um, like you so said, there is a difference in mentality, um, I think. Whatever your role is uh, at the beginning of the year when you start the season, if once you learn that m- role and morph into that role, I believe it comes kind of easy. So if at the beginning of the year, if you're a starter, coming off the bench might be kind of tough for you. But if you're a bench guy the whole year and, and you know your role, I think you end up morphing into that and accepting it and then being able to do it to the best of your abilities.
2: It's a lot like being a relief pitcher on a baseball team.
3: Yes, sir. I agree with that. That's a great, that's a great analogy. Um, like you said, those relief guys, they know, what they know what their role is when they sign with a team. They know what their role is is every night out and that's all it is I think it's just knowing and accepting and having a knowledge of what your role is
2: all right to repeat myself from the first part of the conversation the coach says that you are just a just a great character young man and just a kind of young man that he wants to coach so where did where did that come from
3: like I said I just think it's just kind of how I was raised and I got a lot of thanks to my father and my mother um just that's all I can really say. Just thanks to them for raising me the way it was, and like I said, and every coach I've had an opportunity to play for, they've also just been there for me and showed me how it is, what's right, what's wrong. You know, do right from wrong. That, that's all I can say. I mean, I just thank everybody for the way they've raised me and my bring up. All right, one to ten, ten being really good. How much fun are you having? Oh, ten! It's a blast. I've, I've had such a great all of my years at Southern Miss. I've had I've had fun, but obviously last year it was the most fun I've had because we've won um, the university and and. Hattiesburg and everything about Southern Miss, I've loved since I've been here. And I've had a good time since I've been here. But that last year, like you said, I think because winning is the reason why it was just such a fun year and a great year. And I say we're going to continue to do that.
2: Well, we're glad you're here. We're glad things are going well. And the best of luck to you
3: this year. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. And I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I love Southern Miss.
2: I got to tell you, Kelly, <laughs> you heard that kid, right? Articulate, polite, outstanding.
1: And said something that you just don't hear from a lot of young people these days is I'll do whatever I can do to help the team. No kidding. If it's play 40 minutes a game, I'll do it. No kidding. If it's play two minutes a game, I'll do it, you know.
2: We talked also to Tate Ryder. We don't have time. The segment timing won't allow us to run that right now, but we'll, we'll get that on the air here very soon. Another example of a kid that doesn't really get to play a whole lot but is a huge member of the basketball team.
1: Tate prepped at Oak Grove High School right down the road here, and knowing the Oak Grove situation when he was there, I always thought that pound for pound, Tate Ryder was among the better athletes to ever come through Oak Grove High School. And I think baseball might have even been a better sport for him, but because they were so backlogged at different positions at Oak Grove, he didn't really get a chance, you know, to, to play at the at baseball, but. He, he, I think he could have been one of the better baseball players at Oak Grove. That just shows you the crazy athleticism you know, that he had, but accepts his role, has a great sense of humor, uh again, never has a bad thing to say about anybody, and that's uh, that's good parenting as well. Kelly, what
2: are your expectations for the basketball team?
1: you got two seven-footers now. There's going to be a power presence inside. Uh, they won this league last year without that power presence inside. I think anything less. Than a conference championship, they're going to be disappointed. I know the guys think legitimately that this that this is an NCAA tournament team. Well,
2: that is the goal that I heard from every single basketball player that I talked to uh, the night I was doing those interviews. NCAA tournament. NCAA tournament.
1: And and they're also acutely aware that in order to get in the NCAA tournament, win the tournament, unless things change, which I don't know why they would all of a sudden. You have to win the Sun Belt tournament, and the team was great during the regular season. But we all know they got they they kind of fizzled out, you know, in the in yeah, the conference tournament. Yeah.
2: Here is a fact: you get your basketball team regularly in the NCAA tournament. I'm not talking about getting to the Final Four. I'm talking about getting in the tournament field, win a game, you know, advance to the second round. You do that consistently over a few years, and then you don't really have to, uh, shall we say, sell yourself. And football by playing Ohio State and Florida State and Alabama for the money. Basketball could be the most lucrative sport
1: within the athletic department. you agree? Because the overhead, first of all, is the lowest. The rostered players' numbers are fewer players than any other sport. So your scholarship expenses are less, right? Your uniform costs are less. Even something as minor as uniforms are less. Uh, you're right. So, because of the overhead and your overall expenses of running a basketball program, you can really come out in in black numbers, you know, and, and putting some money in the bank when it comes to basketball.
2: It would be hard for me to describe how much I enjoyed that evening with those kids and how impressed I was. With how articulate, polite, respectful, and humble they are,
1: uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be interested to hear your your conversation with Tate Ryder because he really is uh, a good kid. We'll try
2: to get that today. If not today, we'll uh, try to get to you tomorrow. When we come back, Kelly was at baseball yesterday. We don't need to tell you how elite that's become. And Kelly comes back a little wide eyed at the talent he saw out there. That's next.
0: Southern Miss to the, top. to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
2: And we're glad you are, Bob Getty and Kelly Sander. We got the show today, Southern Bank Core Studio here in Hattiesburg. Hey, want to thank Town and Country Cleaners, Hattiesburg's most trusted dry cleaning service, family owned and operated since 1983, offering services including steaming, curtains, rugs, and of course, dry cleaning. You can look your best when you go to Town and Country Cleaners conveniently located on Hardy Street across from the Southern Miss Campus. Hey, want to say hello as well to uh, Miss Kathleen. Campus Bookmart had a birthday earlier this week. Beautiful lady. I, I can't describe how much I like her. And uh, what a great job she does. Kelly, I know you agree at Campus
1: Bookmart. They-, they carry all the sizes, too, for us uh, full-figured guys. They do. Too. That's
2: important, man. That's aggravating when you go in a store and it all stops at size 32
1: well look of course and and us in the deep south that's one of the things we're really good at is uh being number one at uh yeah. at being a little bit overweight old man wearing 2x <laughs> at, <laughs> at least that's, that's at least
2: all right now uh, we're going to try to get the Tate Ryder uh soundbite a little later in the show when uh, Heath joins us because we, we just really like to get a lot kelly was at baseball practice uh this week though and we're about to bring you what we think is the most interesting transfer onto the onto the team, Ozzy Pratt out of BYU. But but your observation of what you saw out there, Kelly, before we go to that.
1: First of all, when you've got baseball players that are built like football players, uh, that's that's pretty that's that's a good start. <laughs> We've got a lot of them. (laughs) There really are some (laughs) big kids. I got to talk to Davis Gillespie yesterday, who's competing with Gabe Broaddus for the third base position. And some of the guys said in some of those scrimmages that had our scoreboard not been there in left field, uh, some of those home runs that Davis Gillespie hit would, would be picked up on national weather service radar uh, (laughs) that he might've knocked a couple of the light bulbs Mm -hmm. out uh, in left field. Um, So first of all, just great looking athletes. Um, and athletes in the truest sense of the word uh, a, a freshman coming in from from Mobile Seth Smith you know who's going to compete for the shortstop position you know maybe in time but that kid has the potential maybe to be the best player to ever play here i know that's that's saying a lot but talent is so deep On this baseball team, you know, barring injuries, there's a lot of reasons.
2: I'll give Brian Dozier your phone number after the show. You know,
1: well, and 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 don't you know Brian Dozier would probably say the same thing, man. I hope. I'm sure he would. Yeah, he'd say, man, I hope that's the case. But Ozzie Pratt, yeah, he's out of Oxford, Mississippi, so I got a chance to pick on him about that a little bit. But coming back home from uh, from Utah, where he began his career at BYU and has loved every minute of returning to his home state. All right, here's Ozzie Pratt. Okay, Ozzie, a native of Oxford, Mississippi, and we're just going to get the elephant out of the room right away. All right, so that uh, that we even allow somebody from Oxford to come to Hattiesburg must mean you're pretty good. <laughs> All right, so we'll get that out of the way. But uh, you went to BYU, but there's a reason why you went to BYU. Yes, sir. Um, my
4: uncle was the assistant coach my freshman year, and then he got bumped up to the head coach my sophomore year there.
1: But you also are a person of the Jesus Christ of Latter-day faith, uh Latter Day Saint faith. Yes, sir. And and BYU is the biggest school of that faith in the, in the country. Yes, sir. Okay, so so then why why come back? Why come back home? I just
4: I really missed home. I miss the southern hospitality. Being raised in the South my whole life, I never really kind of understood that southern hospitality was a true thing. But going out there, you start to notice like everybody's kind of on their phone all the time. Everybody's just kind of addicted to themselves almost. So. Coming back home, like people hold the door open for you, like you start conversations at the gas station, you start conversation everywhere, and I never realized that until I moved out of the South, and that's what
1: I really missed. I'm kind of joking about this, but being in Hattiesburg, do you do you kind of not tell people you're from Oxford unless they guess because of the old Miss stuff?
4: Unless they ask me, I don't I don't bring it up intentionally. <laughs>
1: okay. So um, so tell us about. Uh, Coming back home now has it been what you what you thought it would be?
4: Yes, sir, it's awesome. I'm having time of my life. The team is so close, and I just love being around all the guys on the team. And we do everything together, and it's just it's amazing doing everything with your
1: teammates. It builds a closer bond. How do you feel you've done so far in the fall, huh? and and what what do you think the prospects are that you're you're gonna be in that? Uh In the scorebook, that sixth position. uh. I
4: I feel like I've done pretty well so far. There's still some things to work on. i got some good competition going, and we'll just figure it out as we go, and we'll just keep fighting
1: and keep grinding. What about the school, though? What what are you studying and... and I'm going into business right now in school. So, in other words, you don't know what you want to do. <laughs> I don't really know yet. No, sir. Like every guy that majors in business, they go, it's just because I don't know what I want to <laughs> yeah, do. Yes, sir. Right now, we're uh, majoring in baseball. So. Well, it's a full-time job. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. It definitely is. And it's, it's a blast. It's a blast every day. Lots of times, people will say, look, I just want my shortstop to play defense. Don't even care if he can hit you know how do you approach the position both offensively and defensively well you can't have just a guy who can't hit in the lineup
4: so you gotta be able to get on base like i was of course yes sir (laughs) you gotta be able to play defense also and make every play but it's always nice to have shortstop that can hit also and get on base and drive in some runs which which are you better at as you assess your own skills I would think, as of right now, there's definitely slumps that you go through in hitting. Baseball is a hard sport, but um, right now I'm feeling more confident on my defensive side, but there's also been other days, other times, where my hitting
1: side feels a lot more comfortable and a lot more confident in that. Now, this is, a, this is obviously a premier Division One program. No disrespect to BYU, but uh, what have you seen from what you came from baseball-wise at BYU to what you've seen here at Southern Miss and one of the elite programs?
4: um, Just weight room. We get way harder at it and we get, get in there and just go. I feel like I've gotten a ton stronger here and a lot bigger and just balls are hit harder. Everything's like just intense and it's just it's a grind and it's a lot of fun whenever it's a grind, and everybody wants to be out there just getting as good as they can to go
1: win ballgames. Facilities are nicer, too. Aren't they? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, and I would be remiss if being a shortstop, I didn't, if you being a shortstop didn't bring up the name Ozzy. All right. You, do you catch the name reference that I'm talking about? Yes, sir. I was named after Ozzie Smith. Okay, good. Because, you know, lots of times kids your age don't know who I'm talking about when I'll mention a player from years past. But you were named after Ozzie Smith. Yes, sir. Okay, so were your folks Cardinals fans or were they Ozzie Smith fans? Ozzie Smith fans. Okay. All right, so what if you would have been a catcher? You'd have been up a well-known creek. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. My little brother's a catcher. And so, so, did they name him Pudge?
4: No, sir, his name's Quincy. Okay, I don't know of any catchers named Quincy. But we'll I, th- I don't think they planned on him being a catcher, but he ended up being a catcher. He was a little bit, couldn't move as well, but he's
1: a really good catcher. Okay, some final things that you want to work on before your exit meetings in the fall, getting ready for spring.
4: Uh, just barreling up more balls, just getting more balls on a line. I feel like I've been hitting them hard. They're just kind of popping out a little bit i feel like if i can get them on a line and start getting them over that fence or getting them in the gaps then that'll be a lot better well
1: ozzy pratt knowing that you came from oxford you've had to overcome a lot we know that just the fact that you've had to live up there (laughs) and deal with those people up there (laughs) so (laughs) we're glad that you're here and we wish you nothing but the best it's awesome being here thank you
2: all right Ozzie Pratt, big shoes to fill. Obviously, Dustin Dickerson will go down as one of the great ever. But what a personality,
1: on the kid. Yeah, and uh, he he certainly understood, you know, where the jokes were coming from. That uh, and, and he understands, he understands uh, how Southern Miss fans feel about his yeah, hometown. He, he knows that, right? <laughs> well, when he said that he doesn't tell people where he's from unless they <laughs> ask him directly. <laughs> He's not even going to mention it. Uh, so but. interesting to hear him talk about
2: more intense weight room, balls hit harder, people working harder to get better. Kelly, is that you're a baseball guy? Is is that what separates the elite programs like Southern Miss, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and the not elite programs?
1: I think that's what he was referring to. You know, when when you talk about BYU, I mean the overall athletic program at BYU. If you talk to an outsider highly respected right right I mean BYU highly respected in every sport but when you're talking baseball now Southern miss is in that elite discussion you no know question. Uh, and and he has even noticed it he said man this is I mean BYU's division one baseball but he said this, this is, is division it's this is division 1 baseball but it is different and you know, it's serious. We beat it to death but
2: isn't it remarkable because I, I you heard me say Southern Miss, Mississippi State, uh, they all three are elite baseball programs.
1: And that's that's something that kind of gets swept under the rug last time last in in discussions. Mississippi produces great football players always has, but I think uh baseball doesn't get enough credit. The state doesn't get enough credit as far as producing great baseball players as well.
2: I'm pretty fired up today about basketball and now baseball.
1: Well, I, I just looked at – and Slade Wilkes I saw yesterday, too. I mean, Talk if, about a beast. If, if Slade Wilkes winds up playing some outfield and runs into the wall, I feel sorry for the wall. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that guy – I'm serious man that guy he's a beast oh my gosh he's a physical beast you know and and Ozzy was talking about the weight room and, and I was telling you when you've got baseball players that they do Bob they look like they Linebackers do. No I know They, do. they uh, do And and man It's just It's a different game From when we were Playing back in the day but, It's but really exciting isn't it? But we'll be the Beneficiaries of those guys Being yeah, in that kind of question. Shape in the spring
2: Keith Hinton Owns Big Gold Nation We're going to bring him Into the conversation We're going to hear From Tate Ryder Kelly knows this kid I've been anxious To get this interview On the air So stay with us
0: The top.
2: All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. This segment is sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill. Slay the guys. The best there are. Good food five days a week. Really good place to have lunch. My wife's out of town now for a while. I'll probably be and Slate a few visits. I'm looking for good food.
1: And I'm not sure if they're having trivia tonight or not, but Wednesday is usually the trivia night that uh, Booty, Booty puts together some really good trivia questions. Yeah. Sometimes it's themed and sometimes it's not, but always a good time.
2: And I learned the other night, you can go out on the photo deck in front of the press box and actually see 4th Street Bar and Grill. That's how close it is to The Rock.
1: Yeah, The, the Rock, let's see, no, 4th Street... In the shadow of the rock, or the rock is in the shadow of Fourth Street Market. Yeah, Park, really. they're the
2: shadow of one another. <laughs> Heath Hinton owns Big Gold Nation, and he's a regular contributor to the show. Always enjoy our time with Heath. Heath, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce you here. We're we're gonna run a little basketball interview that we've been wanting to get on the air. Great, great kid, uh, local kid named Tate Ryder. Come back, uh, get your thoughts about basketball. So, hang on with us. Heath Hinton about to join okay. us uh, right after this. Right after this quick interview. All right, uh, Tate Ryder on the Super Talk Eagle Hour, local guy. Man, I was reading your bio. You have four high school letters in basketball, three in cross country, three in baseball. What led you to play Division I basketball?
0: Uh, first of all, baseball's a little slow for me. You know, you're just waiting out there for the ball. I played shortstop, so even then you get the ball more than a lot of other positions in cross country. I ran that because originally my dad was uh, in seventh grade. I started because he was the coach at our high school. And him and my mom ran track at Southern Miss. So, like, running's kind of been a part of me ever growing up and stuff. But, you know, basketball, I started in seventh grade, and it's just fast-paced, and I caught on quick. I just loved it more. I think I burnt out of baseball quicker in the beginning. So that's why. Okay, you've been
2: around a while. What was last year like? What did that mean to you to be a part of that?
0: Uh, Growing up here and, like, Seeing the team that went to the NCAA tournament going to all those games going to the Memphis game when it was a wide Out packed out and going to this my first year here. We were not good I mean it was just a drag going to the gym every day last year, man The guys made it fun made you want to come to practice you and then you have the UL game brings me back to my childhood Like and then running out the tunnel you just get chills it just it, it was amazing kind of made me want to like tear up. It was it was wild. Your coach took a lot of heat year before last. And then last
2: year, I think you guys answered the critics. How how satisfying uh, was that for you players to do that for Coach Ladner?
0: Man, for me, Coach Ladner gave me the opportunity of a lifetime. I uh, started at Southern. Not many people know this. I was a manager in the summer. And uh, Coach Ladner told me, like, stay the course. I think we'll have a spot. He said, I think. And a spot opened up, put me on the team, and then – Like so, to him, I just I I wanted him to be successful so bad. I was gonna do anything I could to help him do that. So I'm so glad that uh, we had success for him, got him a new contract, so he can hold his head high around Hattiesburg, for sure. What's the camaraderie like on this basketball team? We are. it's a lot for like last year new guys came in it's easy to bond we had a good uh, nucleus coming back so we're like a family it's like we never even left these new guys are came in it's about the same as last year
2: so what you guys i'm sure talk amongst yourselves what are your expectations and your goals for the year
0: uh of course we want to go undefeated at home again we uh we feel like we have an edge in reed green coliseum so we want to keep it like that of course end goal is to win the regular season Sunbelt title again, and of course the uh, conference tournament. And ultimate goal is to win a few games in the NCAA tournament. How forward are y'all looking to playing South Alabama? That for me, I want to go to South Alabama and win a game. Uh, every I played twice there, and uh, the outcome has not been what we've wanted to either time. So I'm looking forward to go go there and you know play good basketball. All right. Well, best of luck to you, and
2: thank you for your contributions to the university.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you a lot. All right, Tate Ryder, you like him, don't
1: you, Kelly? He's a kid, good kid. I do, and he's got his head his head on right, too, because he didn't say win the national championship. Right. right. He said go to the NCAA tournament, win a couple games. Right. Uh,
2: Heath and Big Gold Nation, Heath to illustrate the size of the basketball team. Uh, a few nights ago at the uh, banquet, uh, my lovely wife took a picture with the two post players. I don't think she quite made it to their belts. Uh, we've got two giants on the team now, along with a lot of, talented returners. Your your expectations, Heath Hinton, for basketball?
5: I'm really anxious to see, number one, if if Curbelo, if he can get, you know, if they can get him approved and, and get him on the court, that's going to be huge. And if they can get that post presence and, and find somebody. Look, they lost a lot of points last year with Pinckney, and uh, they lost – Three guys in there that gave them almost uh, 55, 60 points a game. I think they have the talent there to replace it. I don't think it's going to be a big uh, inside offensive game like they had last year. It's going to be more of an outside shooting team. Mm -hmm. uh, Use the big guys for defense. But there's enough talent. They're going to make some noise. They're going to be a good basketball team, and it's going to be fun to watch. They've done a great job in the portal of bringing players in and being smart about how they do it.
1: Now, see Heath, I I think with all due respect, buddy, I think what's the use of having the size if you're not going to use it inside offensively?
5: Well, yeah, sometimes guys are more skilled in the post. And last season they had they had a guy in the post that was pretty skilled uh, offensively. Sometimes guys are more are more defensive guys in the post. I think that's what they have this year as compared to last year. I do think they can score, but you're not going to get a 25 point game out of, you're going to get, you know, you're wanting to hopefully try to get to a double double, but you want them in double rebounds and uh, get some blocks. You want them to get in there and uh, you want to make them uh, get some shots and make people, you know, change direction of shots. I think that's what you're going to want this year and then score from the outside because there's a lot of guys that can shoot on this team. Kelly, would
2: Bill Russell with the Celtics, the famous seven footer, primarily a defensive guy, wasn't he?
1: I, well, I just keep thinking of Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I mean, all they do is just. He keep, was pretty good. Him and Will Chamberlain, they just <laughs> lob it inside to those guys and, and put it. Will,
2: will to still.
1: Yeah, put in 50 yeah. points a game, you know? Uh,
2: what? Needless to say, how, however it plays out, it does appear that. Uh, the coaching staff's done a great job in keeping the talent yes. level high, Heath. Is that fair to say?
5: Yes, it's doing a great job in the portal, uh, doing a good job with the collective and doing things on that end. You know, they had a big uh, big deal the other night, raising money. Basketball's really doing what they have to do to bring in the talent and, and play by the rules that are out there today. So, yeah, they're doing a great job of bringing in guys. It's this basketball team's going to be fun. Yeah, and Are they going to win as many games as they did last year? I don't know. But they're going to be in the hunt the whole season. I can promise you that.
1: I know a lot of a lot of people had questions last year about – and I'll use Donovan Ivory as an example. You know, Donovan had been at two different schools the two previous years. and They're going, oh, he's got, probably going to come to Southern Miss one year and then he'll oh, be gone. Yeah. No, he's still here, yeah. right? He's a good player, too. Yeah, yeah. so you talk about – Fit, you know, to Heath's point about the transfer portal. Well, Donovan Ivory, you know, Jay Ladner said I think he's a good fit for our program. Well, he obviously is. He's still here, you know. So um, if you if you get those guys in the right situations and it works for them, um, you know, they yeah. stay. And yeah, uh, Heath, a
2: couple about two and a half minutes left. Kelly was at baseball uh, this week, and uh, I've been. I think the three scrimmage games. We we both believe this baseball team is just loaded to the top of the glass with talent. Your thoughts?
5: Oh, they are. They've done a great job of bringing in transfers. They've done a great job in recruiting, uh, bringing in local guys. Uh, might be going to catcher this year. Uh, we'll see, but I mean they've got guys that can hit the baseball. they got uh, pitchers. Uh, I'm really excited to see what J.B. Milton does this year because I've uh, been really impressed with what he's been able to do over the summer, getting better, and Coming into fall camp, when I talked to Coach Oz, they were really happy with what they're seeing from him. I mean, I mean this team, this is uh, Southern Miss at the point now where you're expecting a good team year in and year out, the team is going to compete for championships, and I think this one's going to be no different. I think Coach Oz has going step in and just keep keep things going, yeah. just like uh Coach Beard did. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this baseball team. There's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of excitement new center fielder, Monastere. Uh And you're right about uh, the left fielder. I, I'm, I'm afraid the wall's going to have a few dents in it if Blake Wilts <laughs> runs into the wall. They might have a hole back there.
1: I, I think you, they need to re- – Did you
5: see him at outside linebacker?
1: Man. <laughs> I, I was just I was just saying, I think they might need to reinforce the left yeah. field wall just a little bit.
2: And as uh, Sunbelt Conference learned in Montgomery, Alabama last year, there is a new boy in town. And uh, – <laughs> He he's not he didn't, he didn't join the league just to be uh, a happy member when it comes to baseball, he
5: No, and look, Southern Miss has been that way at Conference USA, stepped out of that, came into a better league, and and won the tournament. So, uh, look, baseball is Southern miss' college card. People love baseball. They show up. And like the young man said, it's just different here. When he was at BYU, BYU is, is a big university with a huge budget. But he said, it's just different here. The right. uh, guys train different. It's a different atmosphere. And Southern Miss is an elite program now.
2: No question. Heath Hinton, you have an elite website, man. How can people join Big Gold Nation?
5: Yeah, just go to com and uh, join Big Gold Nation. Got a lot of fun topics going on. Of course, you know, people. some people are, are getting excited for basketball. Some people are excited because we're talking about baseball and of course, football is always a topic of conversation. So. Right.
2: Always, always a pleasure having you on the show, buddy. Always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Heathen, big old nation. Is this Inna gotta It
1: is by Iron Butterfly.
2: Uh, it's so sad that Luke is not here today to hear this.
1: Thank you to Michael Morgans for this choice. Hey, when we come back, Bob, we're going to talk about trick or treat at the feet. And we're going to talk about a way that you can, if you miss the first basketball meet and greet, there's another one coming up that we're going to tell you about when the Eagle Hour rolls on this Wednesday.
0: You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top.
1: This segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by D1 and D-Bat Training in Hattiesburg. D1 and D-Bat It's uh, right off of Interstate 59 on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. It's raining today in the Berg and we're glad to have the rain for sure. But if you're a baseball or softball athlete, it shouldn't stop you from your training routine because they've got air-conditioned inside facilities, plus memberships. Don't forget to ask about memberships. With Christmas coming up, you can get access to the facilities for a lot cheaper than paying every time you go with a membership. Ask them about it at D1 and D-Training, D1 and D-BAT in Hattiesburg. Kelly Santer along with Bob Getty from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg, and we will be in Midtown Hattiesburg on Friday from Southern Bancorp for our – Eagle Hour show at 1 o'clock on Friday. We hope that you will either join us in person or on the air. A couple of other events regarding Southern Miss athletics that we want you to put on the calendar. First of all, on Monday, October 23rd, Monday, October 23rd at 6 p.m., it's a free event, Meet and Greet the Basketball Team. Now, this is, again, a free event. The big event at the convention center was a big fundraiser for the Golden Eagle basketball team. This is a free event. At Brewski's in Hattiesburg, there will be posters for players to sign, autograph sessions. All the players will be there with coaches, free food, beverages, all kinds of uh, things to do on Monday night, October 23rd, 6 p.m. at Brewski's in Hattiesburg. Then on Thursday night, October 26th, the baseball and softball teams We'll be hosting Trick or Treat at the Pete. That's a family-friendly event that will be staged from 5 to 7 p.m., and again, it's free. You can park at Pete Taylor Park. The overflow parking will be at Reed Green Coliseum. Bring all the kids. There's going to be costume contests in different categories, boys, girls, adult, costumes and family costumes if you want to dress up like as, as a for a family you can do that as well they're going to have a pumpkin coloring contest They're going to put, like, jelly beans in a jar where you can guess how many jelly jelly beans are in there to win prizes. Should be a lot of fun. Both the softball and baseball teams will be there. That's Thursday night, October 26th from 5 to 7 p.m. Trick or treat at the Pete. I guess if you and I and Luke
2: went, we would undoubtedly have to go as three stooges.
1: Or those three monkeys that cut co- what? Correct. The and it's got to be a
2: foregone conclusion that Coach has got to be the Wizard of Oz. You you would think, but is that too obvious, Bob? I don't know. I, I just got to believe he's going to be the Wizard of Oz. Well,
1: one of the things that Coach Barry always enjoyed was keeping you guessing, right? Right, and right. I would I would think that that the Wizard of Oz would be too obvious, but who knows? You know, maybe Ozzy Pratt would go as the Wizard of Oz. as the Wizard of Oz. You know,
2: the greatest co- the greatest costume ever was when Scott came as Mister Kling. It was unbelievable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable, and and it was obvious that. That that was a a bone of contention in the Barry household. I mean, they thought about this for weeks, right? They had to outdo themselves. It
2: was just great.
1: Last night in Sunbelt football play, well, we lost that one too, Bob. We did not have good weeks. Well, you Mm. did. Me and Luke, not so much. Let people know again who's in the lead. Well, you had the best week. Okay. But, but who's in the league, Kelly? Go ahead go ahead, and tell them. Actually, I think you and Luke are tied now for yeah. first place and I might it's a matter be of time before Luke's down there with you. One game behind, but I'm gonna ask you about this game, I don't mean to interrupt. You. Coastal let me say yeah, Coastal Carolina ahead. beat App State okay. in Boone. Uh they yeah. won by a field goal. First time ever. Yes.
2: Explain this to me. It's 24-24. There's less than a minute left in the game. Coastal breaks loose clearly a touchdown. Nobody's near the running back. He gets to the two-yard line and slides down. They take two knees, killing time off, and came within a half a foot of missing the field goal, which would have put it into overtime. Don't you score the touchdown and have confidence that your defense can keep them out of the end zone for
1: 50 seconds? I think I would have. What if he'd have missed the field goal? He would have. As Ricky Ricardo used to tell Lucy, he would have had some splaining to do. And he came close to missing the field goal. Yes, but I'm sure. But I'm sure the reason he slid obviously was look, they didn't have any timeouts left, right? Right. So you're going to run that clock down so that there's absolutely no way. Right. Yeah, that's what know. they
2: were thinking. And and it turned, and it worked out. First it, time ever I saw that Coastal had ever beaten App State in. Can I say it? In the
1: Rock. You did. You just said yeah. it.
2: So-called rock. And
1: actually, Appalachian State Southern Miss will play there in a couple of weeks, and that was yeah. the first game of the of the Sun Belt season that was officially sold out in Boone. This year was the Southern yep. Miss game. Was Is that f- right? First one they sold out. So they have
2: they have great attendance. Message to Southern Miss fans: They don't have a great record,
1: and they're selling out their stadium. But they have a smaller stadium, too. yeah, I mean, do. I mean some some of the stadiums in the sun belt are are smaller, but great atmospheres it look like to me. yeah, for Southern mist. Uh, yeah. th- then Southern Miss does. so, but I don't yeah. know, I don't know how you would make the rock our rock smaller unless you literally like knocked off the top of the eastern side. I don't think that's in the plans. Oh <laughs> well, it probably isn't, but I'm yeah. just saying, no, I don't think. you know. All right, great show today. I really enjoyed those
2: interviews. Ozzy Pratt, that may have been the best interview we've had in six months. Good job on that, Mr. Santa. Just don't ask him where he's from. <laughs> they don't want to have to tell you. No. <laughs> All right, Kelly and I will be back tomorrow. Hopefully, Luke will be back with us. Until then, Southern Miss. To the
5: top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. To the future